Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time of day it is. Thank you for listening to this episode of Keeping It Simple. I'm your host, Chuck, and on today's episode, you may notice we're releasing this on Thursday instead of our normal Monday, but we've been having a lot of interviews, and we want to keep the uh, interviews coming your way, keep as much content as we can going because you guys have been liking him. But today we have on a special guest, Barstool Sports Podcast, Sam's Army. It was really cool talking to Sam. Sam's been doing podcast game for i believe seven years now all at barstool sports he's been there for a while so it was really really uh privileged talking to him and yeah we talked a lot u.s soccer so i won't talk much um i'll pass it over and we'll get into it all right here we go Okay, we now welcome on another special guest to the podcast today. It's a fellow podcaster. Um, you probably know him from his Barstool Sports Show, Sam's Army. Sam, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, boys. How are we doing? Doing well. Almost the weekend. It is the weekend for me. No Friday, Friday classes. Us, yeah. <laughs> but, Can't relate. Hey. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I got a job interview tomorrow on Saturday, so... It's never the no. weekend then. No, but all right, let's get into it then. So we talk about U.S. soccer, U.S. men's national team. Um, a lot of competitions coming up for the U.S. Um, they just put out a like preliminary roster for the Olympics. What are who are some players that you're excited to watch compete in the Olympics? Right. So the U.S. I guess we can call it U23s, even though it's really sort of a modified quasi u23 list here um it's hard for me to be unbiased about this roster because there's you know like five or six guys who i've actually had on my podcast and you know they're all they've all been really cool uh guys and i'm really rooting for um but you know in terms of the guys so i'm basically going to list them is basically what i'm what i'm telling you but uh you know we just had caden clark on Uh, i was excited that he was included i mean the kid's 17 17 uh he could be playing in the next olympics too like this uh it's just crazy i can't i just can't even wrap my head around what i was doing at 17 and then thinking it's gonna be playing perhaps in the olympics so i i hope he uh i hope he makes it um some other guys sort of in the midfield keaton parks and james sands um you know two nycfc guys i'd like to see them on the team um you know, obviously we'll see. So we're, we're just at the preliminary roster. What it was like 45. Yeah. Names. 48. I got, I just pulled it up. Yeah. 48. 48. Okay. And then they got to knock it down to whatever it is, 28 or yeah. something like that. Um, guys, I'm interested in, <clears throat> let's see, I'll try and go off the podcast list a little bit. All right. uh, Miles Robinson. I'm really interested to see, you know, he, he you're an Atlanta guy. Uh, will so like mm-hmm. you know he didn't have a great season but he, he he has all this potential and so I think a lot of people are interested in seeing what he's going to bring to the table um, obviously he must have been pressed at camp in January um, it sounds like 
Um, Greg must have must have liked what he saw. Obviously, Jason Christ probably likes what he sees. So I'm I'm hoping that that he brings it. Um, what other guys? Uh, the I'm listen. I'm not a big keeper guy. Um, uh, we are. We got we have a lot of keepers on our show. We 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 uh, we've had four or five on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they like us somehow for whatever reason. They're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> they think they're athletes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> listen, Marcinkowski and Freeze. Uh, both yeah. those guys have been on the podcast. Both those guys are very good. Um, yeah, we actually had Marcinkowski on as well. He's, he, they're both very cool guys and uh, both very good. So I, I, I don't know if I'd be able to choose between like, you know, my, my children, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, but we have a ton of talent at, at goalkeeping, um, which may be not surprised. Cause it's like, you can throw a parking cone back there and do it just as well. But uh, <laughs> so those guys will do well. Then up top, let's see, Sebastian Soto. Really interested to see, uh, see him. Jesus Ferreira, obviously sort of burst onto the scene recently Killed it. So, yeah right? i mean he he came out of nowhere uh, there's always been a lot of talk about abobasi uh, from mm. portland um so i've always been interested in him I, I don't see a lot of his games i feel like the west coast bias or whatever the anti-bias of west coast i don't see him play as much as i feel like i see a lot of the guys that play in the midwest and um out east but the, you know a lot of talk about him so Hopefully he he uh, he shows us something. Yeah, I can. I mean, I could keep listening to yeah. this. Really Wait, so how, how much MLS do you like? What do you watch more MLS or more European soccer? Well, uh, that's a good question. I would say more European, but I watch a lot of both, uh, and and it's good because you know the European season will finish up, you know, and then MLS is is sort of just ramping up. Um, in, I mean we're talking in a, in a COVID world right now. So who the hell knows what's going to happen, but like normally the, the, the season's wrapping up in May and, and sort of MLS is sort of on the way up. Um, so I, you know, it's kind of like they, they complement each other. Um, but in terms of like just hours, probably more European soccer and specifically English and champions league are the two that I really, you know, spend yeah. way too much of my life watching. So speaking of Europe, which young MLS player are you hoping to see get a, a big transfer uh, next window? Next window specifically, well, Caden Clark um, would be one that I isn't. Is she going to Leipzig? I think so next twenty twenty two he is going to Leipzig. Right. It's uh, sort of there's no there's nothing official out there. Um, I'd be shocked if he doesn't go to to Leipzig. Uh, who's some other guys? Um, I really was hoping guy like Paxton Pomical, I hope I was hoping that he was going to be sort of among that next group to to bounce over but obviously the the injury um derailed him a little bit it sounds like he's starting to get back in shape you know I I'd love to see him go over a lot of the guys that I was watching like Mark McKenzie uh Brendan Aronson you know yeah, these guys over did, there you know yeah. they just got over yeah there. <clears throat> um so I'm sure there's going to be more that go like Matt Turner He's not in the U23s, but I would love to see him uh-huh. go overseas as well. And I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it happens. Yeah. Maybe not next window, because you said next window. So I wouldn't include him in that, but maybe January, next January, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. One we're looking out for is our, our boy Cole Bassett. Hopefully he has a, a nice big Olympics this summer and gets his move uh, at the uh, the end of the, the, the uh, summer. So yeah, I, think I really hope so. 
he he's, he's been linked, but yeah. you know, nothing, nothing has come to fruition yet. I mean, it's tough with, with COVID and everything, not a lot of like willingness to, to buy and take risks on, on younger players, but yeah, he proves himself this summer and can get that, that move out of here. I mean, that's he definitely the, deserves it. That's what the Olympics is all about, right? It's, it's really getting, getting, um, you know, whoever steps up, it's such a big tournament for that, that type of thing. And if you get your name out there, you have a good tournament. Um, it's like the world cup light, right? It's yeah. diet world cup where, you know, <laughs> anybody who performs at the world cup, it's like, they are instantaneously snapped up. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Juan Rodriguez a few years ago. Like he Exactly. People watched him going in and then he played really well. And, and of yeah. course, got bought by you know i think it was real for a billion yeah <laughs> um yeah so it, it, it world cup quali- um the world uh, not world cup qualifying olympics um that's it, whoever you know of this group makes it and then plays well like you gotta expect they're gonna draw a lot of interest so that's good. yeah That'd be great hopefully it's a lot of players like another person like i really want to see do well i mean it's like what you're saying the podcast bias we had john lewis on and i mean he scored was once or twice in the most recent i think twice yeah so i mean he's scoring goals so i mean hopefully he can continue that success and then hopefully get a move as well is he eligible because i think yeah, he's, he's 20... on he's, he's on the roster here he's okay. born in 97 okay. yeah you know because guys there's that there's that cutoff it was last year and now they're being grandfathered. right uh, yeah that makes uh, sense so yeah, it's a little weird. This that's why I was saying it's sort of a quasi U twenty threes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird to see like him ninety seven and then Caden Clark two thousand three. Like <laughs> right? he was born in two thousand three. Like oh, couldn't yeah, believe that's that's scary. Old. Can't even smoke cigarettes legally. <laughs> <laughs> Just ridiculous. How wow. Yeah. No, there's another. There's a um, Cade Cowles also. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah. Have you seen that guy? That guy looks like he's twenty-five. Seriously, that guy could beat the shit out of me. He's got muscles <laughs> coming out everywhere. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's he does not look like a soccer player. He looks no. like you know what you think of like like a linebacker. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's a unit. He's built like a fridge. Yeah, he must be in the weight room. Uh, but you're right, seventeen too, right? So it's, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he yeah, he's seventeen. Actually, it's scary. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, it's great. It's great to see, but. It's also scary. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there is there one player that you – or it could be anybody, just any person that you have not had on your podcast that if you could get this one person on, like who would that be? Uh, definitely there's – I don't – I guess Polisic would be my, my one. Um, I feel like he is so clamped down with like the marketing and like, you know, people in his ear and everything. Um, I would – if I could have somebody that would be like, I want to be best friends with Weston McKinney. Yeah. I think that guy just, just seems like the fucking, I mean, the life of the party he just seems like a cool guy. So between those two, I mean, like Blissick and, and McKinney, those are the two that I really yeah. hope, to, hope to get on at some point. M- McKinney seems like, like he's befriend, like be like good friends with Ronaldo, which I feel like it's just probably such a hard thing to do, you know, cause he's so like, <laughs> he's Ronaldo. I mean, he's such yeah. a, He's like an outgoing, gregarious guy, right? Yeah. Any, uh, so I think he could probably be friends with like anybody. anybody. But also, you got to keep in mind, Ronaldo is a businessman, and yeah. he knows uh, he knows how to get the you know he doesn't need like extra help to get clout. Like the guy can get it however he wants. Um, but he knows the U.S. is you know that's a market that he wants to 
raise his profile if it's not already yeah. know, sky high and so yeah. he knows that mckenny is the is the is the in there so i think there's like a tool that's <laughs> like mckenny is just like a great guy so like you want to be friends with him number one and then number two ronnie's you know he's got a business brain on him so. yeah do you think also, uh, it was a business decision to have his one kid in the u.s just yeah to that's what i was gonna say <laughs> cristiano jr for the u.s men's national team 2030 I don't want to. I don't want to go on record, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, yeah. Ronnie knows what he's doing. Yeah, is, I mean, all the all the European teams know what they're doing with that because they all like. I mean, most recently for the Champions League game, they've had McKinney on the uh, like the thing they tweeted out. He was like the player like that was featured on that. So it's which also shows how well he's playing yeah. too because you can't well, yeah, just throw yeah. somebody on there if like he's barely making the 11 or you know maybe not even in the 11 obviously but yeah you know they they know what they're doing that's part of the reason that uh, Chelsea went and bought Pulisic that's part of the reason that you know Juventus went and bought uh, McKenny that's why Roma went and got you know yeah. Brian Reynolds in part obviously these guys are incredibly talented um, and have a high ceiling and everything like that but there's the American premium that they pay is a real thing. Yeah. yeah the the Jersey soccer. sales probably pay for uh, the transfer fee in all these guys cases. Probably for most of them anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so something I was like thinking about actually pretty recently was that like, obviously soccer is emerging in the U S like it's emerging market, bringing a lot of fans in. And I feel like right now, everybody's like, at least a lot of my friends that aren't fans of soccer are like, Oh, our team's bad. And then now it's like, oh, our team's actually really good. Like, what do you think going into like the Olympics? Actually, let's just say Olympics. Like what does success look like for the, for the team there? Like, is it winning the tournament or just like making it to a certain round or. That's interesting for, I think for the Olympics, it, it's a little different. Um, I, you know, I think meddling would be for sure a big accomplishment, you know, fourth place would be a big step down from that but even if you make it to say the semifinals i mean that yeah <clears throat> that would be impressive uh so yeah it, then if you go to the national like the senior team like anything less than winning the gold cup is not going to be you know a success right. so that's there's a different uh you know different threshold there so yeah. for for the olympics i think they i don't know uh make make quarterfinals I think that'd be the, that'd be like maybe the cutoff for, for success yeah. for me. Yeah. I think that's just going to be a pretty key. Like that's the start of it really in securing like the fans in the U S that aren't like, that are like loose fans of this the casual fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, in, in terms of, yeah. Cause that's like success to who success to the yeah. players, success yeah. to the fans. And then when you go fans, you go hardcore fans or you go like yeah. casual fans or people who aren't even fans right now, you know, yeah. that you want to be, to become fans. Um, yeah. They have, they probably have different thresholds, like the casual fans. Like if you don't medal in the Olympics, like they're not going to give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, exactly. I mean, hopefully we at least get to see it on TV or something. Yeah. But uh, if you don't have like pictures of like the guys with medals and, you know, them singing the, the, the anthem or whatever, casual fans won't give a shit. So the level of where that threshold for success is depends on who you're talking to as well. Um, except for the senior team. I think everybody, everybody knows if you don't win the gold cup, it's, <laughs> it was a, it was a, a shitty summer. So yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I think success for the Olympic team. Um, it, I think it really depends on what roster they go with to bring, because there's so many guys that are 
eligible for that and also for the gold cup. And it just really depends like what they kind of prioritize and who they see fitting in better where yeah. so I, it could go, it could go either way. Really. You never There's know. A huge, that's a huge question mark. Right. Cause like guys like McKinney, Pulisic, these Tyler Adams, they're all going to be eligible for the Olympics. Yeah. Um, will they go? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, if, if they have those guys there, then also the, the bar for success goes up. Um, so, yeah, it, that's a, another one that just it's a complication that it's tough to say at this point. But, yeah, if those guys go, then it'd be great. It'd be cool to see. Um, but then would they not be able to play in the Gold Cup? And like, you know, there's just a lot of <clears throat> a lot of unknowns at this point. So I remember Neymar played at the Olympics a couple of years at the last one. And they did they win it or did they lose in the final to Germany? I think they won it. Oh, because I think the Olympics were in Brazil, Brazil. that year, right? Yeah, yeah. And he played in that. So, I mean, if, if Neymar can play in it, then who's who's discounting anyone else? Yeah. Right, right. There's no, you know, <laughs> I mean, right. If Neymar plays, I mean, it was at home, though. So, yeah, it that's true. adds a little extra twist and almost a little extra pressure for him and for the, for the Federation to do well. So, maybe, I don't know. Since this is in Tokyo, it might be a little different. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully they have. Hopefully, like they're able to have it because that's I know that's also true. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, they canceled the what was it? The U twenty World twenties. Yeah, yeah, the U twenty World Cup last uh, summer. So, you know, who knows? It seems like seems like things are turning in the right direction at least. So yeah, because I know there was rumors that they were going to cancel it, and then they kind of died down. And I don't think I haven't heard anything about it. And couple weeks now so who knows but i mean it's coming up so it's they got to act on it soon or make a decision soon yeah i mean rosters got to be in by i think march 8th i don't know when the the qualifying finishes but it's you know it's the spring and olympic starts january or uh, july 23rd Hmm. i think so you know (laughs) things are going to move quickly this this spring and summer which is interesting because like they've they've got all these overlapping competitions because you got to remember that mls is going to be starting um the european leagues are going to be winding down and then you're going to have the senior team playing um nations league um and and gold cup so yeah i mean things are (laughs) it's going to be a interesting yeah. interesting it, it, it'll be a big switch up compared to like the past year like with nothing with nothing going on yeah it's it's a 180 and that's one of the things we we're sort of you know talking about last year we're like if there's a silver line which it's not a silver lining let's be honest but if there's something to look forward to it's like the light at the end of the tunnel isn't just like a light it's like a, a whole fucking you know sun yeah uh, just waiting for us if we can get out of this goddamn tunnel yeah <laughs> we're uh, so close things are right good. it feels like it it does especially with like you know spring starting to here in chicago spring it's like finally we're above 32 degrees for the first time in like a month it just feels like everything's moving in the right direction baby yeah the Let's ice go. is melting oh god well wasn't it snowing in pennsylvania like yet two days ago or something not that long yeah less than a week ago it was snowing but i mean the last two weeks we've gotten like two <laughs> two feet of snow total so but it's it's in the 40s now, so take it. It's like tropical. Jesus. Yeah. Cold. <laughs> uh, Midwest and Upper East. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go out today, like short sleeve shirt. Short relax. Sleeve. <laughs> keep it. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> I send you guys a picture. Right. Oh, <laughs> um. Uh. So we were we've been really focused on like the MLS and like the a lot of like the domestic, um, with the players over in 
Europe now, like with playing in the Champions League, who do you think – like what team with an American hat do you think has a legitimate chance of winning the Champions League? Uh, Juventus probably has the best shot, I would say. I don't I – don't, I don't like – the chances of any of them if we're being totally honest what about man city okay that's a good point i forgot about stefan yeah goalkeepers out of sight out of mind (laughs) um yeah goalkeeper definitely has a chance city is unreal at the moment um so yeah good point city uh but i was gonna say if if richards was still on Bayern, they they certainly have a chance um but you know i mean so chelsea whether they can get by atleti We'll see. Juventus, I, you know, I, I like their chances to come back on, what was it, Porto? Yeah, 2-1. Um, yeah, and, and then you got RBL, who they're down, what, 2-0 to, to Liverpool. That's certainly overcomable, if that's a word, because Liverpool, man, you never know what's going to get. I mean, what are you going to get with them? Although I just don't know if RBL has enough to win the actual Champions League, you know, just, right, just yeah. getting past Liverpool. A decimated Liverpool is not is not the end-all, be-all. So I would say Juventus. I'll go with final answer. Yeah, I'd probably say the same, right? Like, it's just I would, I would, if we're counting Stefan and goalkeepers, I would say Man City. But oh, as yeah, far yeah. as field players, I would say probably Juventus as well. I, I don't keep, think Chelsea I just has keep, it. I keep throwing City out of my mind. <laughs> it doesn't count. He's a goalkeeper. It doesn't yeah. Uh, but that's a good point. I mean, City, City is just a, they're a machine. They're, beast, they're beastly right now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, like, it's tough for Stefan to get minutes, though. That's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, in Champions League, I don't yeah, think especially. he's, he's going to get any. But, uh, yeah, in the League Cups, and, and, you know, I'm a Tottenham fan, and he's probably going to be in goal when they beat the shit out of Tottenham in a couple <laughs> weeks. So that'll be, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll, they'll win at least the FA Cup or the League Cup, and he'll get to participate in a, in a, uh, in a thing where he wins a medal. Because yeah. never going to play in the Champions League. I mean, who knows? Goal – with goalkeepers they go out of form goalie gets hurt or something he's next man up so anything can happen but covid i don't know (laughs) right well you never know with covid of course but also look at look at allison um right you know i mean like unfortunately his dad just passed away so i feel like bad talking shit about him but like um yeah he was had some terrible games there and he could be if, if he can be benched i mean you know it can go downhill quickly for anybody Right. In a non-athletic spot like that, especially. <laughs> uh, so so with the keepers, do you think, like, say, like, LeBron James steps in goal, do you think he's the best goalie, like, the U.S. has? I mean, if he has proper training, like, you know what I mean? If like, he plays soccer his whole life. No. If he plays soccer his whole life, yeah, that's a different thing. But, like, the whole mindset – you need as a soccer player is completely different and you know i talk a lot of shit about goalkeepers but you know there's a lot of intuition and positioning and all that stuff that comes with keepers like you have to be playing that you know your whole life or at least a lot of it um you know it's a fun conversation to have but i think i'm always on the side where when somebody says can this you know such and such nfl player nba player sort of step in i just laugh at him and be like yeah have you seen like an athlete who hasn't played soccer try and kick a ball yeah yeah it was so unnatural that's what i was gonna say it's such a different skill set it's totally different it's also about reading the game especially as a goalie if you don't know how to read the game as a keeper you're gonna get exposed yeah coming out for crosses and keepers get exposed even if they've been playing it for decades right so yeah it's yeah no chance that's what i was thinking it's it's a lot easier for like american football like for just like an athlete to step into that because all it is is just like 
I mean, you got to be able to catch, but like, you know, and like, it's a lot of just athleticism. I think it's a lot more. Yeah. Soccer. You're right. It'd be easier to go from soccer to football. Yeah. Um, than football to soccer. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I think Van Dyke would be a better NFL player than <laughs> any NFL player would be soccer player. Yeah, I like that. That's a good, that's a good parallel. And yes, Van Dyke would be, he could do anything he wants. <laughs> Throw him at tight end. Oh, that guy's insane. He's, he's so athletic for, and you sort of forget how big he is, man, that guy, that guy's something else. Jordan uh, Pickford. What a, what a guy. <laughs> I hate Pickford. <laughs> Speaking of keepers, yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. He's gonna get benched. Nick Pope he taking has spot at least yeah. once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even at Everton, he was on the bench. Let alone the England national team. Exactly. They were still talking about him starting for England when he was actually benched at, at Everton. <laughs> Southgate will probably start him. I mean, they got Deeth Henderson and they got Nick Pope, and they're still talking about Pickford for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Out of my hands. Um, I kind of just have one more question. What is like from your podcast, what would you say is your most memorable experience or guest that you've had on? Ooh, that's a tough one. Or like most um, memorable moment or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a, I mean, it's a good question. Uh, I think the most memorable would be when I went over to Watford um, and went to the FA Cup final. That was awesome. I mean, like I got to sort of play on the field um, Vicarage road and, you know, meet, meet some of the players, uh, met Jay Demerit. Um, guys, Jay Demerit is a, first of all, just an absolute crazy person. Uh, one of the nice guys you could ever meet, nicest guys you could ever meet though. Um, and yeah, that experience, I mean, the, the Watford ended up getting their asses just and they got to smoked epic fashion i think the final score was like 17 to 0 but like <laughs> other than that it was an awesome experience getting to go over there and you know see the see the field and sort of talk to players and stuff like that so that was that was really cool in terms of the interviews best interview or at least most memorable i will say justin miram who now plays for real salt lake the guy is hilarious I mean, he's, I've had a lot of, like, I've really, I, I'm trying to think if there are any, any guys on or girls on interview that I had on interview that I didn't like. And I don't think there are like most of the people we've had on have been really cool. Very nice. A lot of fun. A lot of them have been pretty funny, but Miram was just an, he's just hilarious. The guy has so many stories from playing like on the Iraqi national team uh, he's telling stories about like when him and Wayne Rooney were making jokes about hair plugs on the field. I mean, like the guy has just so many stories and he's just so outgoing and really funny. So if anybody wants to go check out like one episode of Sam's army and sort of get a, a funny picture that guy, I don't know what episode it was, but that guy is hilarious. And he has some great stories. I'm going to have to go listen to that. Honestly, yeah, it was, it was good stuff. I mean, he talks about, Orla cause he was in Orlando and he's very, honest about like yeah it didn't go well like i didn't play that well and and the fans absolutely hate him and they still <laughs> hate him and he's and he then went from orlando to uh atlanta um who sort of you know they're kind of rivals um miami might sort of supersede that but like yeah it's just he's got so many stories he's a cool guy very funny dude uh good interview so go check that one out awesome yeah i don't I, honestly like one of my favorite ones was that we had was Johnny Nelson. 
who plays for FC Dallas. That guy was – I thought he was pretty funny and just – Definitely the funniest guest we've had. Yeah. <laughs> By far. Down, down, very down to earth, you know. You've, I feel like, you know, soccer players are different in that regard. I feel like um, it might be different for – guys that have been playing in Europe for years and years and years where they're sort of held or seen as being on like a certain pedestal soccer guys, I feel like are more humble. They're sort of, and it comes with the territory here where soccer has always been seen as, you know, like a second class sport. Um, Maybe not so much anymore and certainly not uh, in the future, but you know, in the past it has been. So I feel like a lot of soccer guys are, are pretty down to earth. Um, yeah, unfortunately, not, the spotlight is not as big in the U.S., right? Like what you're exactly. Saying. Except for some of these young guys it. now. Some of these young guys now are hitting the spotlight pretty early. So that's true too. Could change. That's true. Well, listen, it's gonna. It is gonna change. I mean, the more money that comes in, the more eyeballs it attracts, the more sort of cachet the sport gets, and it'll, you know, it'll grow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. It's soccer's on the trajectory. It's on a good. It's in a yeah. good good way right now yeah. good time to be an american soccer fan i mean austin fc too like i don't i saw this the other day matthew mcconaughey is their creative director so like that i mean it's pretty cool <laughs> who, who knows what that means yeah i, know. I mean is he just gonna like <laughs> smoke weed and sort of come up with some some monologues <laughs> for him <laughs> probably gonna come up with like some of their like slogans or something like i don't know and who knows be like, I mean, okay, got- we, need, we need a caption for this instagram picture you're like i got you guys Right, just take a little, little hit and sort of think about it a little bit. And, all right, boys, this is what I've been thinking. I mean, I, that's McConaughey. I think they're just throwing that some money at him to, you know, have him listen. His yeah. brand, his brand yeah. is strong. And yeah. if you can get, right. you know, if you can hit your wagon to that, absolutely do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the point I was trying to make is that it's like, like he he has a whole audience like what you're saying with his brand. Yeah, that's like a whole audience that he can bring in too. So 100%, 100%. Oh yeah. All the teams. I mean, all the teams are doing that. Like look at all the NWSL teams. Yeah. Now they're bringing in these sort of star studded ownership groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of them probably probably aren't even throwing that much money. in. if they're throwing any, they're, they're just adding their, just their brand, their cachet and their brand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We just had legit on uh, two weeks ago and obviously he's dating Becky G and she's part owner of angel city, which mm-hmm. they have like literally the craziest ownership group I think I've ever seen for a club. Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah the, the, There's like 40 people though on that. So it's like, is it really it? that many? I, yeah. I think it's 42, but, but they got Serena Williams. Um, I don't even remember. There was, um, an, it's, it's pretty crazy. You can look it up. It's like insane. It's, it's good business. It's good marketing. It is, you yeah. know, that's, that's what it's all about. Smart move. LA probably did the same thing. Yeah. They're probably like half of a percentage owner, but they throw their name on it and it just looks good. If, if that even yeah. Yeah. they're probably just like season ticket owners and then yeah. <laughs> right. it comes with the it comes with the season tickets is like the owner you get your name on it <laughs> i mean there's something in it for the the celebrities too because soccer is an up-and-coming you know thing so you know there's there's something in it for them too it's a win-win i think yeah especially Definitely. a market like la too yeah for sure yeah. absolutely all right chuck you got anything else um i'm all wrapped up um Thanks for coming on today, Sam. We enjoyed the conversation and hopefully we can get something going on again and maybe do something in person. I don't... That'll do it for this episode of Keeping It Simple. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed it, make sure to like, subscribe, follow us because we release episodes every Monday. So if you do that, you'll get notified when they come out. 
Um, other than that, head on over to our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Our handle is KitsPod, K-A-T-S-P-O-D, just to stay up to date with everything we got going on, our guests coming on. Sometimes we have guests, we put up a question and answer thing. So if you want to get have a guest answer your question, make sure you give us a follow. All right. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you on Monday.